Hi, this, this is, is Legend. Legend. I'm, I'm Sam. Sam. I'm Amy. And we are a podcast about cryptids, urban legends, and the paranormal. Ooh. I got a question. Oh, yeah? What's your question? If there are 100 people, how many would be more patient than you? There are 100 people. I will say 97. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll go with 57. I have some patience because I decided to have children. So I had to learn <laughs> some patience. Oh, I don't know. I don't really have patience at all. I want things to get a move on. Yeah, I'm very much like that. I'm like, okay, go put on your shoes. Go put on your shoes. Go put on your <laughs> shoes. Say maybe then how many would be more patient than you? 77. 77. Yeah. All right. You know, because some of them could be like my sister. <laughs> Does she have less patience than you? Or more? It, I think it depends on the thing that is happening. I got it. Yeah. She yells a lot more in traffic than I do. I mean, I yell, but I don't yell. Yeah. My poor kids have to hear me all the time with the road rage. My sister is probably less patient than me. Yeah. I can see it. Oh, very much. Yeah. Are you ready? I was going to try to find another question, but they got fucking weird. Like, what's... <laughs> What's the last thing you gave up on? Life. Life. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, are you ready for today's episode? I definitely am. Okay. Today, for our Bigfoot Month Bonanza, <laughs> I was initially going to cover a few different, like, cousins of Bigfoot. But when I started on this episode, I started with the Falk monster, and boy, oh boy, there was a lot of information, so I did not want to, I don't know, I didn't want to do, like, a whole bunch, just this one, because he's a biggin'. Well, just so people know, we just do whatever the fuck we want. We do. And, I mean, it's our podcast. Exactly. You can you can so, get on the on the train, or you can jump off. If you were really excited for the other one, you'll just have to wait, and maybe it'll be done some other time. I started research for the next episode, and I started with Momo, the Missouri monster, because I know that there's going to be less information on him. So. Maybe I will have another one on there, but I'm not going to tell you which one it is because then I would be lying. Well, leading you on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Did you actually figure out how to really say its name? I will get into that. That's literally this next paragraph. Sweet. <laughs> okay. So the Falk monster has quite a few nicknames. It's also known as the Boggy Creek Monster, the Swamp Stalker, 
<laughs> the Southern Sasquatch or the Arkansas Sasquatch. Hmm. This legend takes place in Falk, Arkansas, if you Whoa. hadn't gathered that. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, about its name. I saw in several sources that there is quite a bit of contention on how to say Falk. I'll spell it for you in case you've never heard of it. It's F-O-U-K-E. Some people say Fook. Some people say Folk. Like with an L? Yeah, I don't know where the L comes from. Some people say Falk, which is how I'm going to say it. And I even heard Falk. Another L. Why do people want to put L's in it? I have no idea. But I'm saying Falk because it can't be Fook because there's a U in it. That just reminds me of Austin Powers, the third one. With Beyonce? Yeah, when he's at a party. Fook you. And there's Fook you and Fook me, the twins. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly what I thought of, too. But um, there's no L in it. And there's a U in it, so Falk seems to be... I would probably go with however the residents of that town pronounce their town name. It's a mix. Really? Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to say, because the L ones and the Fook are the ones that I heard. And I, if you are a resident current resident, because the ones that I was watching are from years ago, <laughs> let me know. Okay. Anyway, Falk is a small rural town in southwest Arkansas located in Miller County. According to citydata.com, in 2019, the population was around 878 people, and the town itself is only about 1.05 square miles. Little guy. A quote from an About You article states about Falk. Quote, the Miller County community lies 15 miles south of Texarkana. I added this little part just for your information. Texarkana is a city in Bowie County. Had to add that because Bowie, (laughs) my dog. It's Texas. Oh, wait, sorry. So it's in Bowie County, Texas. The name is a portmanteau or portmanteau. Or portmanteau. I probably should have looked that up. I think it's portmanteau. Anyway. Poor man's toe. Poor man's toe. (laughs) It's a poor man's toe. It means a word blending the sounds and combining the meanings of two others. So Texarkana is a portmanteau of Texas, Arkansas, and Louisiana. Okay. Anyway, continuing the quote. That lies 15 miles south of Texarkana on US-71, fed by several tributaries, that includes Boggy Creek, the Sulphur River meanders across the tip of the state's southwest corner, winding through one of the largest, one of the last large stands of bottomland hardwoods in the region. The Arkansas Game and Fish Commission warns visitors of limited access to this dense maze of heavily forested lowlands and strongly recommends using maps and compasses. It's not unusual for even experienced hunters to get lost in the swampy labyrinth. End quote. Essentially, this would be an ideal place for something like the Falk monster to hide in. Yes. Sightings of the creature go all the way back to 1843. People started reporting a large, hairy, wild man 
roaming around Arkansas. Always a wild man. Always a wild man. Mentions were found written in an article in 1851 in the Memphis Enquirer and other in another in 1856 in the Caddo Gazette. Whatever they were seeing, they dubbed the Arkansas Wild Man. At the time, people thought that the creature could have been a human who survived the 1811 through 1812 New Madrid earthquake. And for some reason, it became feral and migrated to Arkansas. How long was that earthquake? It said 1811 through 1812. That is the longest earthquake. Well, maybe it was in December of 1811 (laughs) and ended in January. It was December 31st and it ended at January 1st. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it had the date 1811 through 1812. Wow. Maybe they're just not sure of the date. Maybe. I found a few other sources that stated that the legend of the creature had only been around since the 1940s. Local folklore states that the sightings were allegedly in the region of Jonesville, and the creature was known as the Jonesville monster during this time. I'm assuming that these sources believe that the Arkansas wild man is a different thing than the Falk monster. Maybe. That's the only way I could have it make sense because if it's been reported, mm-hmm. you know, in the 1800s and newspapers and stuff, how could you say that the Falk monster only dates back to the 1940s? Maybe it officially, no, because you said it was called the whatever. Saw Wildman. Yeah. Never mind. I don't know. <laughs> However, the Falk monster really gained attention in 1971 when a man by the name of Bobby Ford reported being attacked at his home by a creature that was extremely hairy, that breathed heavily, had red eyes, and moved very fast. He also described the creature as being around seven feet tall and three feet wide at the chest. (laughs) That's just a weird way to describe chest. (laughs) I, I mean... You could just say barrel-chested. Yeah. But before we get into Bobby Ford's encounter, I wanted to give a few other details that have been attributed to the Falk monster. It's been described to be a dark-haired, ape-like creature. I didn't find any hair color specifics. Most sources didn't really mention a hair color, while Hmm. others stated that it was a reddish-brown. Yeah, it's usually reddish-brown. Mm-hmm. The Falk monster has been said to weigh anywhere from 300 pounds to 800 pounds. That's being, a difference. Yeah. Being anywhere from 7 feet tall to 10 feet tall. hmm It's also bipedal. So before we go any further, Amy told me just now that it's not pronounced bipedal. Apparently I said bipedal in the last episode I did. And it's bipedal, according to Google. <laughs> Which I just really want to point out that it's, I don't see how you'd get that long E sound, but. English well, language is right. just full of whatever the fuck it wants to do. It is, you know, uh, English language was created this way so that it was actually harder for lower class people mm-hmm. to learn. So not surprising. I am <laughs> low class. Um. Anyway, it's also bipedal just like Bigfoot, and his overseas counterpart, the Yeti. The red eyes that Bobby Ford described 
have been said to be the size of silver dollars. It's also been described to move swiftly, and while it's running, it swings its arms in a fashion similar to a monkey. (laughs) (laughs) It also stinks really bad. They all do. Yep. The smell has been said to be a mix between a skunk and a wet dog or rotten meat. Mm -hmm. It's also been suggested that the creature is mostly nocturnal, although there have been quite a few sightings of it during the day. I wonder how they get nocturnal when, like, the majority of the sightings are always during the day. That's what I'm saying. Where, who decided that it was nocturnal? Well, when it was seen, it was really sleepy. Yeah, <laughs> it was really sleepy, I guess. It's like, you know, how they say that when you see the spider in your house, it's because you saw the dumb one or whatever, <laughs> I guess. Like, uh, well, maybe guess. it was just the sleepy one. Yeah. That's what it is. He was trying to find a place to sleep. He just couldn't find a good spot. I guess. The Falk monster was blamed for the destruction of livestock in the area. I found a statement that says, quote, this hairy beast has a reputation for killing chickens, livestock, and dogs in the area, though has never been known to harm humans, end quote. And I would just like to formally disagree with the writer. (laughs) It may not have killed anyone, but if Bobby Ford's report is to believe, it definitely harmed someone. Let's, Let's talk about Bobby Ford's encounter. Both he and his wife, Elizabeth, claimed that the creature had been hanging around their house for the last several days before the attack happened. According to different sources, the attack either happened on May 1st or May 2nd, 1971. I think there's a little bit of confusion because as we get into the story, you'll hear that it happened around midnight. Elizabeth said that on the night of the attack, she had been asleep in the front room of the house on the couch when she saw a hairy arm with claws coming in the window. She claimed that the creature she saw had red eyes. She initially thought it was a bear, and she screamed for her husband, Bobby. Bobby and his brother, Don, chased it away. Okay. How many bears have red eyes? I don't know, and I don't know really about their eye shine at night. Oh, yeah, I I guess that's true. They immediately called the sheriff's department, and the sheriff came out and looked around but didn't see anything. They loaned the Fords a powerful flashlight and an additional shotgun for their safety. I can only imagine this is the kind of stuff that only took place back in the day. <laughs> Cannot imagine a police officer coming to your house now and being like, here's my gun. Uh, no. No. After the police left later that night, Ford said that he and Don and their friend Charles Taylor saw the creature at the back of his property. They shot at it and thought that they saw it fall, But when they started walking toward it, they heard women screaming back towards the house. So Ford ran back to the house, and this is when he was attacked. Mm -hmm. The creature put its arms around his shoulder and grabbed him. Ford managed to break free from the creature, and he ran. One of the articles I read said that he ran so fast that he didn't stop to open his front door. He barreled right through it, and after that, he was treated at the local hospital, St. Michael's. (laughs) For minor scratches and shock. Did you picture a cartoon when you read I that? Did. <laughs> I did. I 100% did. So if there was one in the back that they think that they shot, 
And then another one at the house. That would be a twofer, right? Right. But yeah. you know, they don't mention that. They hmm. just, I think they think it's just the same one. He just magically teleported. Yep. Got to hmm. the front of the house. No problemo. Okay. The sheriff came back the next morning to search the property, but they really didn't find much. There was no blood. And the only evidence they did find were a set of strange three-toed tracks, a few claw scratches on the Ford's porch, and also some damage to the siding and the window. Ford's wife, brother, and his friend Charles Taylor corroborated his story, and the Fords were so scared that they actually ended up moving away that afternoon. Wow. That's they were scary. not messing around. No, they weren't. But like I said, if their story is true that he got scratches from it mm-hmm. so it harmed somebody it definitely didn't kill did. him it probably it could have definitely the fords apparently reported their story to the texarkana gazette and reporter jim powell wrote an article about it the article ran on may 3rd 1971 after this article is when the falc monster really blew up three weeks later Mr. and Mrs. D.C. Woods Jr. and Mrs. R.H. Sedglass claimed to have had an encounter with the Falk monster on the highway. They almost hit it a few miles south of Folk on U.S. 71. They described it as a, quote, giant monkey that was running upright and who was large and hairy. It disappeared off to the side of the road. <laughs> okay. Later in mid-June... Frank Schambach, who was an archaeologist at Southern State College, I almost said Southern State Colorado, (laughs) was called to Falk to look into a set of three-toed prints. I couldn't figure out if these were the prints from Ford's house or not. Hmm. They were a shoe size of 14 EE, and they were found in a stand of trees. So it says a stand of trees, but it doesn't say if it was on... Yeah, Bobby yeah. Ford's property or not. That's a really big shoe size. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's not shack size, but it's still really big. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Especially compared to your feet. You have tiny feet. <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> the creature's alleged footprints were said to have measured 17 inches long and 7 inches wide. 7 inches wide? Yeah, that that's pretty wide. That's like if you turned my foot sideways and then added an inch. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Frank Schambach was 99% sure that they were fake, though. He stated that if it was an ape of some sort or related to an ape in some way, it would have five toes instead of three. But I say, who knows, like, Maybe it evolved differently for some reason. Maybe three toes are better to walk around in the swamp for some reason that I can't think of. Well, I mean, ducks have like three toes. It might be webbed feet. Yeah, I was thinking like, what if, because its foot is huge. Mm -hmm. So what if that is enough for it to balance properly? Probably. I have no idea. Maybe you got in an accident with a lawnmower and lost a couple toes. Maybe. Yeah. And he and that somehow became genetic, and he <laughs> passed it down. <laughs> That's not how genetics work. I know. Well, I'm what? Just With other reports 
and sightings coming out, the radio station at the time, KAAY, offered a $1,090 bounty if someone brought it in. Obviously, no one did. Yeah, no. no. On June 28th, three men, L.H. Harvin, Floyd Thomas, and Robert B. Williams, were fined $59 each for reporting a fraudulent Falk monster attack. This is all the same year, by the way, 1971. Okay. They called the sheriff and showed him claw marks <laughs> that the Falk monster had supposedly given them. The sheriff became suspicious of their claims when he noticed blood under their fingernails. <laughs> A good oh, indication they gave the marks to themselves. Oh my god. Ridiculous. I know. Leslie Greer, the Miller County Sheriff, threatened to arrest any more people searching for the Falk monster because farmers were starting to complain that they were damaging their crops by trespassing. Understandable. Mm-hmm. People were getting fined, I guess, left and right for doing it, so. Well, you know, you shouldn't trespass. No, you shouldn't. And you shouldn't trample crops. That's rude. That's very rude. The Ford's encounter is the major story regarding the Falk monster, but I did find a story that predated their attack. There isn't much information, but supposedly in 1955, a 14-year-old boy caught a glimpse of it and he took a shot at it. He described it as having reddish-brown hair, sniffing the air, and not reacting when it was fired at with birdshot. So it's kind of dumb? I guess it just went on its merry way. Or its hair is super thick. And it was birdshot. Maybe it's deaf. Maybe it didn't hear the gun. But you would think it felt it, right? It didn't say that he hit it. True. Very true. Mm-hmm. So maybe he is deaf. Maybe. I found another encounter in an article written in 2006. This part is my favorite. This is my very favoriteest quote from this entire thing. <laughs> so it was written in 2006 and it was from a woman named Jackie Marlowe, age 52, who is a resident of Caney, Oklahoma. Reading her interview, the reporter stated that there have been legends of the Falk monster around Oklahoma for years. I didn't know. I thought it was just Arkansas. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering if they should change Texarkana to Texarkana Homa. <laughs> anyway, Jackie's encounter scared her so much that she actually had to be taken to the hospital in an ambulance. Wow. And she was quoted as saying, and it doesn't get more Midwest than this. Good. You can laugh if you want to, but I saw what I saw, and that's exactly what I'd seen. I don't know what it was, but it was a tall creature. I'm not going to tell you I saw Bigfoot, but it was a tall, huge thing that walked. End quote. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I just love the, (laughs) but I saw what I saw and that's exactly what I'd seen. That's my favorite. I When I read that, I literally laughed so hard. I called Mormon in and I was like, I saw what I saw and that's what I'd seen. And he was like. What are you talking about? (laughs) That was great. Her home is located near the Clear Boggy Creek, which is where it's said to live. At around 7.50 a.m., Jackie was sitting on her porch, smoking a cigarette, and looking into the woods across the street. 
She said that suddenly her neighbor's dog started barking like crazy, and then she saw the creature. In the article, they state that it had reddish-brown hair also. She immediately called police, and they searched the area on four-wheelers and found nothing. Some of the locals tried to tell her that it could have been a cow or a bobcat or some other type of animal. And Jackie said, quote, It was not no animal. It was not no cow. It had two legs. It had the longest legs. Ooh. And it walked. Hot. It took two or three steps, and that's how I could see how long the legs were. End quote. <laughs> Alrighty. In the article, the creature is referred to as the Falk monster and the Boggy Bottom monster. So you can add that to its long list of nicknames. I like Boggy Bottoms. Boggy Bottom. <laughs> Reminds me of Soggy Bottom. It reminds me of what happens when you go to Florida in the summer. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I mean, I think it's hot and humid like that, kind of, in the Midwest. Well, it's humid. Not not Florida humid, though. I don't remember. It's been a very long time since I've been in Florida. I just remember it was really hot. I can never forget it. I know. It's the bane of your existence. <laughs> I feel bad for anyone that listens that might like florida (laughs) (laughs) my dad my dad loves florida sorry sorry (laughs) i found a website titled falcmonster.net where they gather sightings of the falc monster and there are actually a few from recent years so i thought i would share a couple 2019 and these are all quotes so i'm not gonna say quote unquote because there's four of them (laughs) just gonna read Okay. So 2019, a couple driving south of Smackover, 65 miles from Falk, saw a tall, upright animal dart into the woods around 11 p.m. The couple described it as being very large, at least six to seven feet tall, and definitely not human. Its eyes reflected in the headlights before it ran off with a swiftness that was way too quick for a human. Hmm. Okay. 2009. What was that town name again? Smackover. (laughs) Smackover? I don't know where it is, but it's, I mean, I'm assuming it's in Arkansas. It doesn't say, but yeah, Smackover. That's fun. That's very fun. Another 2019 encounter. A hunter was scanning an area of woods with his binoculars when he caught sight of a dark figure at the end of a game trail about 150 yards away. I wrote years away. (laughs) It appeared to be at least six tall and covered in long matted black hair. He described it as being muscular, but not thick in the torso. I don't know what that means. It was a green bean. So, yeah, it was real skinny with really big arms or something? Something. Okay. 2019 again. A young witness claims to have seen a monkey man in the woods while sitting in her father's truck along one of the rural roads at night. The location is near the Sulphur River, where many sightings of the alleged Falk monster have been reported over the years. Mm, That might be where it gets its smell mm-hmm sulfur river yes. i didn't think about that but yep my bad <laughs> the last one is from 2021 
a witness reports seeing a hairy ape-like creature run across a county road during daylight hours. He described it as looking like an orangutan with reddish hair. That'd be fun. That'd be very interesting. Was it also upright for him? So did it have like long arms then? It, that's all you get. That okay. those few sentences. Okay, I am picturing the weirdest looking thing ever. <laughs> an orangutan. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm picturing. But like a fully upright. Like how tall? Did it say how tall? Uh, nope. Oh, okay. Just hairy ape-like creature. Looks like an orangutan with reddish hair. I mean, orangutans do have reddish hair. <laughs> yep, they do. <laughs> So it was an orangutan. Probably That's what I'm saying. From a zoo or something. Possibly. Or huh. someone's house. I think about that all the time. Just escaped animals, because especially people who like to have exotic pets. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, we can have a population of some. I don't know. <laughs> if many people let loose their animals all in one place, we could have a random population of something. Just like the British big cats. Yes, just like that. <laughs> I really, really tried to find any first-hand sightings on Reddit because Reddit is my favorite place, but I couldn't. Ooh. However, I just really did want to share this funny exchange that I saw. So user OK Talk Show posted Boggy Creek audio diary well this place fails to disappoint i had by far the most interesting thing ever happened to me in the woods late last night we have the evidence more to come and then he posted a link after that but you couldn't select it it didn't it wasn't underlined it couldn't go anywhere rude right so user azav commented and said dude Please post the link a little better so that we can click on it. It's hard to select like this. And then he posts the link so that you can click it. <laughs> By the way, I clicked it because I wanted to find some evidence of some sort. And mm-hmm. it went to a website called Podbean. And you had to like create a login and stuff. So I didn't do I that. Mean, I don't blame you. I've I never heard you. of that. So yeah. Anyway. The OP, OK Talk Show, commented back and said, Dude, my bad. I'm on a phone in flipping Boggy Creek with little to no phone (laughs) service. Falk me. (laughs) And then... For real? Yeah. And then Adab comments back, You're falked, mate. And then (laughs) OK Talk Show ends the little thing with saying, So very falked. And I just thought it was hilarious. Yes, because ridiculous. it could have it could have been like a rude thing but it turned into a funny thing so mm-hmm. that's funny i love that kind of stuff so that's pretty much it for the sightings i mean it isn't there are a ton more but i was not going to list every single one no <laughs> i found a skeptical inquirer article written by none other than my favorite person joe nickel so of course i had to mention it the article contains a list of different bigfoot-esque sightings the falc monster is listed obviously 
And of course, his explanation for them all is bears, black bears to be more specific. And I won't go (laughs) into too much like detail or hoaxes or alternative theories since it takes away the fun. But just know when it comes to book, 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 (laughs) I thought you were saying boob foot. No. When it comes to Bigfoot, the answer is always bears. It seems to be. Yeah. On a fun note, the mayor of Falk recently declared it the Bigfoot capital of Arkansas. Well, I wonder why. (laughs) No idea. A big attraction to Falk is the Monster Mart, which started out as a convenience slash gas station, but now has turned into the Falk Monster Museum. It is located two miles from Boggy Creek. I read an article where they said that despite the museum being given a lot of stories from the locals about their sightings, the owner of the museum hasn't ever actually seen the Falk monster himself. If you want to go there, I found a website similar to TripAdvisor called Roadside America, and their website gives the Monster Mart a major fun rating. I'm not sure what their other ratings are, but I'm assuming major fun is good. It's probably better than incredibly boring. Yes. (laughs) There were several reviews and all of them that I read were good. A woman named Kelly summed up everything that I read pretty nicely. She said, neat place. The owner of the store was great. And like every review I read, it said the owner was amazing. Oh, that's sweet. I know. And if you want to keep up to date with the Falk Monster Mart, you can follow them on Instagram at Falk Monster Mart. Pretty Falk simple. Monster Mart. Okay. Are you They're... sure it's not Folk? Or Folk or Falk or Fook. Fook. <laughs> Whichever one. Whatever you want. Yep. There are several books written about the Falk Monster by an author and avid researcher of it named Lyle Blackburn. He's written The Beast of Boggy Creek. Beyond Boggy Creek and Boggy Creek Casebook Falk Monster Encounters 1908 to Present, which lists every single encounter known with the Falk Monster from the 1900s until the present day. He was interviewed after releasing his second book and is quoted to have said, I try to include the ones that seem to be the most credible, obviously. Ones that either have some documentation in old newspapers or ones where I can interview the persons themselves. End quote. Oh, wait, not end quote. My bad. I try to, whenever possible, actually track down the original witness and hear the story straight from them. End quote. I mean, that's probably the best way to do it if you're going to write a book about it. I agree. And I'm I'm really really interested in reading reading this book book, because I I want to hear all the the stories. stories. The Falk Monster doesn't just have books written about him, though. It was also the inspiration for a 1972 low-budget docudrama horror film titled The Legend of Boggy Creek, which was written by Earl E. Smith and directed by Charles B. Pierce. Sounds thrilling. Mm, We'll talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) The film crew had a budget of $160,000. It somehow managed to be the 11th highest grossing film of the year, though, raking in almost 25, well, I mean, not almost, around $25 million 
and it's considered to be a cult classic. After the first movie, four other movies were released. (laughs) Return to Boggy Creek, Boggy Creek 2, and The Legend Continues, Boggy Creek, The Legend is True, and The Legacy of Boggy Creek. They just can't let something go. No, they can't. I watched the original. In my personal opinion, it was kind of boring. But I think I have a different standard of what is scary than they did back in the 70s. Probably. It was filmed like a documentary, kind of. There was a narrator who claimed that he and his mother saw the creature several times as a boy. But no one believed them until they saw the creature themselves. It shows several run-ins with the creature by different people, and it definitely took inspiration from the actual accounts, like the Ford's account. The Falcon Monster, it, I mean, it wasn't unwatchable, <laughs> but it was not my cup of tea, and it was, like, very slow and not scary, mm. in my opinion. Kind of like the alligator one I watched. Really yeah. slow. Yeah. I, I just think it's the way things were done back then. Yeah. It just doesn't keep up with how things are now. No, no, no. Now it's go, go, go. Action. Yeah. Boom. There needs to be like sneak attacks and all that kind of stuff. Jump scares. That's what the word is, not sneak attack. I mean, it I could be a think sneak of... attack too. <laughs> sneak attack right there on the TV. They're just sneaking around and then they attack you while you're watching it. It's super fun. <laughs> very, very involved. That's like taking those 40 theaters that, you know, like Disneyland and stuff have. Yeah, where they put into, like, like the mist. 5D. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I love those things. I've been to only one, but it was so, so, so fun. I've done a couple of them. They are funny. I. <laughs> hate when they spray water like on your face or something it makes me mad just like in haunted houses there's always a haunted house that has a stupid toilet and it has like fake poop in it and then they got a little sprayer and as you walk by it's like and sprays you i freaking hate it really i've never seen one i'm uh, thankful probably because i've been to the same haunted house like five thousand times okay i'm gonna say i've <laughs> i haven't seen that but i'm i'm happy that i have not <laughs> The last thing I'm going to say is there's a Falk Monster Festival. The next one is coming up in only a couple of days on April 29th. According to their Facebook page, there will be Bigfoot presentations, tours, vendors, and more. Lyle Blackburn, the author of the books I mentioned before, will also be there. Yeah. Nice. I really wish I could go. It sounds Someone really Someone should fun. go get us a signed copy of a book. That'd be cool. That would be so awesome. (laughs) Anyone? Arkansas? I haven't made fun of your state much. Not yet. I don't think. (laughs) (laughs) So that's it for the Falk monster or Fook monster or Falk or Folk. What do you think? What do you think about it? I like that he has three toes. Not to give any spoilers, but... Momo has three toes. Oh, does he? Yeah. But he does not live in a swamp. But we'll talk about him, you know, next week. Later. Yeah. But I like him. He sounds fun, you know. Big, furry, stinky, three-toed guy. 
Yeah, it's really interesting, the three toes thing. That's the only thing that really, I think, differentiates him from Bigfoot. Yeah. And also, and also that, that he's, he's not, not located, located in, in the, the Pacific, Pacific Northwest. Northwest. That too. Yeah. It does sound a bit like uh, the honey butt monster. What was that place? <laughs> you know, the one in Mississippi or whatever that I did. Mm-hmm. What was his name? You literally just texted me it the other day. I know, and I'm trying to think, and I cannot think of it. It's the honey swamp. Honey swamp monster. But there's there was another word. I don't know. Me I didn't know. I, I totally <laughs> forgot about it. But yes, it is just it like does, that. It does seem a lot like that. Uh, you know, swampy stuff. Swampy. You know what I think is funny? All of these Bigfoots are described as like, ape men you know mm-hmm. they're always ape man ape boy wild ape thing but they're always debunked with quotes as being bears i guess some people just don't know species bears don't, know. don't have human or ape-like faces they bears, have snouts. Bears don't run on two feet. They're not bipedal. No, they can stand on their back feet and they like, can stand walk a little bit, but they are not going to be running around. Yeah, they're not going to be not jogging. <laughs> not for long periods of time or anything exactly. like that. I mean, unless there's a really special circus bear or something that escaped. <laughs> <laughs> and if you see it crossing a highway, I unless you're blind as a motherfucking bat and you are not wearing your glasses, I do not know. That is a very clear view. Yeah. There's no trees it. in the middle of the highway. Right. There's not, not going to... You are not going to look at an ape man running across the street and be like, that's a goddamn bear. <laughs> like, that's not happening. No. Every time bears are crossing the road, they're on four feet. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure that there have been some bears that have ran across the street, but any TikTok video I've ever seen, they are moseying across the street oh, taking yeah. their time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I've never seen a bear in a hurry unless it's like a scary video where they're about to unless attack it's a something. grizzly bear. Yeah. yeah. So, what would you rate it on the oceanometer? The weird, weird, weird shit of meter. The shit. <laughs> the oh shit. Well, on the oh shit, I'd be like, oh, he stank pretty bad. So. <laughs> oh shit. Take a shower. <laughs> oh, weird shit o meter. I mean, I would still have to put him pretty much the same as the other ones, like at a five ish, four or five ish, because, yeah. I mean, it's possible, I guess. It just doesn't seem very likely. No, I'm going to bump him up to a 5.5. Just just three toes. Yep, he has three toes. (laughs) It makes him different from Bigfoot. He is a little distinguished. Mm -hmm. Maybe he has a cool mustache, too. I don't know. No one's ever said. Um, Okay, so let us know what you think about the Falk monster. Fook monster, however you want to say it. 
Are you from Arkansas? Have you had your own experience? We would like to know. And we would also like to know any other crazy stories that you may have. Did your boyfriend turn into a vampire one night? Let us know. You can do that over on our website. This is legendpod.com. We also have our email. This is legendpod at gmail.com. Then go and follow us at our social medias, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Keep it spooky, classy, and sassy. But most of all, keep it legendary. Bye. Bye.